Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Overflow Podcast. We have got a doozy for you. We got crazy, outrageous news stories. Uh, We've got a new song by Beautiful Eulogy. And uh, we're going to continue our series on Fruits of the Spirit. Today we're talking faithfulness. So thank you for joining us. My name is Joaquin. And I'm Jay. And like I said earlier, this is the Overflow Podcast at This Is outcry.com puntitos.com puntitos.com how you doing jay what up man tired wire dizzle i'm sore you're tired and i'm sore <laughs> like like i could like you could like judo chop me like right on the shoulder and, yeah. I'll, and I'll drop you could just rob me blind and all i could do would be like stop no stop don't okay <sighs> like stop drop <laughs> Let it out. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see the joke I did there. Um, so what's up, man? As always, uh, what's crack-a-lacking? What's going on in the world of Jay? What's going on in the world of Jay? Um, just got back from Nashville. Well, just got back as in um, Monday. Right? Monday. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Took a weekend off out there. Nice. And off like like off for real. Right? Like didn't do any work. Right. Left the laptop home. Didn't like do anything. Just enjoyed time away, time off with um with the family. Right? With the exception of Junie, who, you know, being seventeen now, stay behind to hang out with his friends and he's too cool. And he's, do too his cool. Thing. he's too cool to go on vacation. Right. So but it was um it was cool. It was it was restful. It was it was restful. Oh, that's I mean, yeah, that's good. It's always it's always nice to have a uh, a restful vacation. Yeah, I went to this um, new place called the Grilled Cheesery. Right, right. Had uh, uh, no, I'm <clears throat> sorry. Okay, <laughs> I nah, had, had a grilled cheese made with um, I think it was Gouda, smoked Gouda. Marble rye bread and some steak. So how good was it? It was so <laughs> good. Ah, you're so corny, man. <laughs> Terrible jokes. So um, good. So good. Um, wow, that's up. So you guys just just hung out, hung out with yeah, Junior. We, saw, said hi to Christina. Well, you know, we hung out with Christina more than Junior because Junior had um, rehearsals. You know, he's gigging again. Right. Right. right? Yeah. So yeah, he, we um, yeah, yeah, we see that a lot. Always, yeah, he he had rehearsals up. and. And then he had a gig, so. Um, but you know, whatever, whenever we could hang out with him, of course, right. you know, we did. Ah, oh, he had a gig. You, you weren't able to. That's right. Cause you had no, the, we had we had the baby. He had the kids, right? They had the baby. So, nah, this time, we could no. get away with it if it weren't for those darn kids. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, "Just come for a little bit." It's like, dude, we got 
we got kids, right? And especially like the baby. Yeah, yeah that's the, that's the problem with kids, man. Right? They so, cut they cut on some of the fun stuff you can do. You know, do. nah, but not even that. But, you know, blame it on the kids, but we were exhausted anyway. <laughs> right? Because because I mean, it's you know these gigs sometimes don't start till late. Right. Like oh yeah, oh, come just come for a little while. We start at ten. Yeah. Yeah, it, it starts at six. Right, it starts been, at six in the morning. Like we've been gone, walking around the next morning with kids and going everywhere all day. We eat late to like what ten? Freak out of here! I'm like trying not to fall asleep while driving. While driving back to the house, yeah, and it's only seven o'clock. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, that's weak, man. That's but weak. um weak. But it was dope, man. I had you know went to Puckets for breakfast. Had some sweet potato pancakes. Okay. <sighs> I've never been to Puckett, so I don't know. <sighs> I don't think I ever went last time I was up there. Next time we go to Nashville, we got to go. Actually, I think I need to go to Nashville next weekend. Well, I, I can't eat pancakes. Next weekend, I got to go to Nashville. Because um, I'm... Junior's ready, like he's ready to take on, to get back full into music. So not just gigging, but also... So he says, <laughs> cleaning and fixing the studio again to start recording. So why do you got to head back for? Huh? Oh, because I'm going to introduce him to um, an artist so uh, that I guess, you know, so she can check out his stuff and him hear her sing. Is she and, a Christian artist? Mm-hmm. Uh, he won't work with her then. No, actually, he said that he's looking to work with <laughs> It's so funny. Like, I was like, yes. But I want to punch you in your head because... Right. What is it? What is it with Junior because and Angel? Angel, I know you're listening. You don't listen to me. He tells me... I don't listen to us. He tells me, oh, I want to get into like working in, you know, like get some stuff in, in Christian music. And I looked at him and I was like... You've been here like 10 years. Like, right? You've been here for so long, right? And then, right, in like the Christian music capital. And then, um, like... And has some legitimate connections with Christian artists. Right. And I'm like he only, had legitimate connections. Yeah. And then I've got connections with Christian artists, and I'm always talking to them about him and the fact that he has a studio. He's in East Nashville, right? And it's new and it's fresh. And, he, and he's like, I don't want to work with Christian artists. I don't want to work with Christian music. Now he's like, yeah, I'm trying to get into Christian music. I'm like, yeah, I will punch you in your neck. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. It and was so funny. So, it's so funny because we always told so them, right? So frustrating. We always told them, like, dude, you work with the Christian artists to pay your bills, and then you can do whatever experimental, whatever other stuff you want to do on the side. That's how you, That's how most of these guys do it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to introduce yeah. him to a- We'd be, like, really good advice, like, consultants. If consultants, people, right? People would listen to us. So I'm going to introduce him to a Christian we're, artist. We're ahead of the curve. Like, I let him hear some of her stuff because she does, like, covers. Okay. On social media. And like he loved her voice and her her singing style, so I'm gonna you know just be there to make the introduction. Okay. Right. So, cause it's not like, hey, are you right? Yeah, I'm Jay's brother. I you know he sent me. I can hear you. Like say, hey, wait a minute, what? Right, 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 right. right? So okay. just for that intro. Hi. Okay. Well, I um my weekend was interesting. I went to a wedding on Saturday. Who's um, wedding? Uh, my mom's friend. Uh, her kid. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you these, these, yeah these are people that we, like, when this girl was born, I want to say when this girl was born, like, her brother stayed with us. When oh, I'm sorry, and that Mexican 
that Mexican mall that I went to. Oh, that's right. The new Mexican the, mall, uh, Plaza the, Mariachi. With the girls on the... With the girls on the ribbons the and ribbons. the real mariachi band. But the food was great. It was like that's the all that matters. Argentinian food. Yeah, that's all that matters. Like, There's this place up, my, up further up from where my parents live. It's a Mexican mall. Like it's... Like, like I was like, oh, you know, I was thinking like, oh, I go to like this flea market, you know, because, yeah. you know, I'm always looking for records and, you know, I found a few records, nothing really, whatever, but I thought it'd be more antique whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was like puro Mexicano, bro. It was like three or four car stereo booths, you know, you yeah. know, for whatever. And then it was like three or four like Mexican music movie booths. Not this place. Like I was expecting that. It was crazy. That. It was, like, I was it expecting was like, that. You know, I told Junior, yo, so what? Why are you like, I didn't come to Nashville but, so you to take me to some like cachivache. But the, but the, like, but they real, had good like, food though. Like real, real, real campo word, right? It's so cachi. He's like, this is a cachivache. Just trust me. And it's like upscale, son. Like right. it's like, it's an upscale Mexican. It's like an upscale Mexican ball. <laughs> it was right. so it's crazy. The, it's the, Norte- what, the Norteño shop. Right. There. What you, <laughs> what we normally see, like, like it's like a flea market style. No, mm-hmm. this had like storefronts. And a radio station is in there. Like it's like it's like it's like a legit like dope place to just go and hang. And plus, mariachis there all day, all day. Poor guys. They mm. perform. They eat. They, they hang tired. out. They perform and perform and perform. And perform and perform and eat and eat. Um. So I went to this wedding. Um. Then I went and hung out with uh, Junior and uh, some of his uh, his amigos from uh, Bethel. And one of his juice, uh, juice, yeah. One of his back in the day <laughs> Not friends. Junior, because Junior was. A I meant juice, me. yeah, juice. <laughs> he said Junior, Junior, juice, same thing. Um, All these J's. Uh, and there's J, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and Joaquin, and there's Joaquin, and then Joaquin. <laughs> though I, it starts with a J. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it starts with a J, but it starts with a J. Um, yeah, I went to one of the I went to one of the weirdest weddings I've been to, bro. So these people aren't Christians. No, the the. So the kids aren't Christians, right? So okay. the, the couple, like he's a pastor of a Spanish, little Spanish church out there in Hampton, Georgia. They're believers. Um, they started going to church like when they came up here and they were friends with my parents and we all went to the same church for the longest time. So the kids goes up. So first thing is, first thing I notice, first thing that pops up is you have a female minister, right? So I, So when I see that it's a female minister, right? And I knew it was a female minister, not because she had robes, but she had that sash that okay. the, like the, like the Methodist ministers right. wear. Right. Um, I guess the method, yeah, I guess like Episcopalians. Episcopalians do it. The uh, black church, some of the black pastors, you know, have it with their robes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I see that and I'm like, Oh, it's a chick. And I'm thinking, it's a chick. And I'm thinking, Hmm. Okay. That's a-. And, and I swear, this is what I thought. I thought, Oh, it must be Methodist. That's what I thought. Must be Methodist. I mean, because, uh, you know, Methodists and Episcopalians have yeah. female ministers. What, what, was she? No, listen. Okay. So then she, so then she walks up to the, to, the, to the area where they were doing, they were having the ceremony. Because this was at a house by the Lake, by Lake Jackson. So it was outside. It was beautiful. Okay. So she sits up. Then I'm looking. I'm like, so this, and I'm doing air quotes, minister. Um, I got a really short skirt on. And I'm like, well, that's okay. So she's not like a that's, she's not like a real she's not like a like a evangelical that, type minister. That, that's right? progressive, right? <laughs> right? You're like, <laughs> and then did you, did you find out that she was single? <laughs> she was not attractive. And then, <laughs> and then, listen, 
can I say this? I'm not losing. I'm not losing weight to get with somebody that's as big as me as I am now. That's all I'm saying. But here, here's the thing, or bigger. Hey, listen. I make no apologies. All of you that all of you that listen, you know how I am, and you still keep coming back. You're like that jerk. I am sorry. I apologize if I hurt anyone's feelings. Um. Then it went off the rails, right? So they start talking about, and off the rails in a sense for, for like me. Oh, okay. I had to tell Pops. Pops at one point gets up and walks back towards me because I was like a few feet behind him. And he leans over and he makes a comment. And I'm like, shut up. Like, don't say nothing. <laughs> keep your keep your freaking mouth shut. Don't upset mom. You know, just de- let these people be. Raquel's boyfriend, who's like, I'm not religious. Right. He's probably more agnostic than anything. And he's like, this is the weirdest, <laughs> weirdest bleep I've ever been to. So they start talking about love. Love. Love is exciting in, in you. Love is in the air. And love is all around us. And then they start talking about stardust. 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 The like, the thing that, like, that like the, Pokemon? The, the thing that has that has, you know, the, the stardust, the stuff we're made out of. Right? Because we're made of stardust. We're made out of star, you know, because you know the Big Bang. Were they? Were they? Were they? No, they're not New Agers. All right. No. So um, this guy. So this guy. No, they're not Scientologists. Scientologists. So this guy apparently is like a science guy or whatever. I don't know what he does. He's just some science guy. But they have talking about stardust, like the the the. So star, you know. So if you look at it, you know, you know, Big Bang and all that stuff, stardust. It's what it's what's what's matter's made out of. Matter's right? made out of stardust particles. Stardust particles. Because of the Big Bang, so here's the thing. I mean, which is fine. I don't. I don't have. Oh. A, honestly, don't have a problem with that. Like whatever. But here's. But here's. Whatever. But here's the thing. Here's where. Here's where it threw me. So they open up and they pray to God, right? Okay. And at first I was like, okay, okay. I'm thinking generic, kind of like this generic, right? Right. But then they start talking about stardust and how we're all made out of stardust and and. And all this stuff and love permeates all the stardust and stardust, 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 stardust. And I'm just like, so weird. Then, this is where it went off the rails. Yeah. This is where we're off the rails. Then this lady says, um, we're going to read a passage from the second chapter of Genesis. When, when, human, when human is created. Human. Not man. Man, you know. Genesis 2, right? It's like, you know, man, man and woman, he, man and woman he created them both. And they, well, they took this the weird thing where it was like, and human, and human was created, and human was formed through this through the stardust. So they don't want to give it a gender. Right? No, it was it was human was formed. And then um I I kind of checked out a little bit. So I <laughs> Cause I was just like, I looked at, I looked at, I looked at, um, I looked at the Brent, and I'm like, Brent, I was like, I know you're not real religious or anything, but I don't think Genesis chapter two talks about human being formed by stardust. And he looks at me, he goes, Yeah, it does it. <laughs> I was like, Oh my goodness. And then the universe, I guess, saw that human shouldn't be alone, so human goes to sleep. And, and here's where here's where I lost here's where I really lost she it. She said universe? I think it was universe or God. I, but it's all interchangeable for these people. Right. But this is where I just finally I wanted to stand up and be like, get 
the bleep out of here. <laughs> like if you either use a stupid, either use the stupid story or don't use the stupid story. But don't like, like try to like glob it all up with like these weird crap. Because then she goes, she goes, and human uh, was alone, and so the, the universe or God, you know, human goes to sleep. The human goes to sleep. Now the Bible says, right, that God took the rib of man. Mm-hmm. And he formed woman. He formed woman. She says, and these are people that don't believe in God. And magical things happen with the stardust. And another human was another human came about, or another human was created by the stardust so that they could walk together in companionship and love. And um, what in the actual hell? What is that? It was weird. I'm and I'm the whole time I'm just like, like listen, like my thing is this, like, and so I was like, that's so weird. Brent was like, that's weird. Of course, my sisters. Oh, we thought it was beautiful. We didn't find it weird. Well, he's into science. You know, stardust is like a science what thing. What a freak kid! And I'm like, I'm like, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't care. You be whatever you want to be into, right? That's that's on you, right? You want to. You want to be new agey, be new agey. You want to be like just hardcore atheist, be hardcore atheist, right? Like, you know, you do you, boo. You do you. Mm-hmm. But don't but don't come at me talking about, well, I don't believe in God and we're not really Christians and we're not really like religious people. But then say but, gonna, then, but then have but then use... have stuff like stardust and magically was magically came together and created another human. Right. Don't if, if you're not gonna believe in the Bible or the Bible is the sacred word of God or whatever, then don't use the scripture and right, why, and, 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 like and, weird, and retell the narrative to fit your narrative. It was right? weird. It just was so it was create so, your own narrative and use your, that. If they would have said, you know, you know, we all you know, and and God, you know, created, you know, humans to to love and each other and to and to live together, I, I would have been okay with that. Like that makes Within, within, some magical stuff happened. But some magical stuff happened, and the star just created another human. And I'm thinking, so you got two humans. And I wanted to go raise my hand and be like, hey, so were they like two dude humans? Two f- or two f- Because that's important. Because if it's two dude humans, then none of us should be here. Right. If it's two female humans, <laughs> none, none of us, none should, of us be should be here. <laughs> so there had to have been a male and a female human. For there to be, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, procreation, right? Nah, man. I don't believe in science, but I do believe in it's, like it's, reproduct- reproduction, it's, right? It's it's all about the stardust, it's, baby. Yo, man. So what? Magical what, stardust. What, what religious affiliation? I don't know because it ended, and I, I was all I was thinking about was the finger foods and the Cuban sandwiches that were on their way. Because I just did not want to, I did not want to dwell on it. I was just like, this is the weirdest. Thing. Oh man, I wish that at least for me, you would have found out what affiliation. I I don't think this. Honestly, I don't think I. You know, one of the girls goes to a um, one of these um, atheist churches. Um, that sounds like 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 the great oxymoron, right? Well, I mean, not really, because I mean, the word churches. Anyway, the point is this. I would, the point is this. You go. They. They. I'm sorry. They don't call it church. But it's, that's what it is. It's a gathering or whatever, and they're like atheists and agnostics, and they get together. So I think that's kind of what they belong to, where they where they meet and they tell stories. It's it's freaking hilarious. It's so like it's atheist and agnostic gathering that 
where they tell stories of encouragement. And but they use they, they use scripture. Well, no. And, well, they, they didn't use scripture. Well, they used the Bible. They no, they didn't the, use the Bible. But they used the stories found in the Bible. Not really. But twisted. But twist their own narrative they, on now, it. I see. I wouldn't even say they used the story. Dude, it you, was you said that she they, said she said the second chapter of Genesis. That's the only part of the Bible they used. Just <laughs> that name in chapter two, because the rest of it had no yeah, no semblance of Bible they at all. Twisted it to so fit their narrative, no, but, it's, but they're still using the Bible. That's what I'm saying. It's not even a twist. Like a twist would be, and he created man, and then, you know. uh he created a woman so that they could procreate, but then uh, God let them just be whatever they wanted to be. Like that would be twisting. That would be twisting. They just completely say, "Well, out of Genesis, human was created, magical stardust. Another human was created." Like that's not even close to anything of any part of any narrative. What? Whatever, dog. But the I point is this: know what? I'm telling you, they they probably were not affiliated. They're not affiliated with any church. She was not affiliated with any church because even a super progressive liberal Christian, I don't think would have, would have done that. Well, okay, maybe, maybe. But she was a woman, so probably yes because of all that interplay there. But the thing is this. Oh, all I know is this. It was weird. And I laughed inside. <laughs> and, you know, she's, I, I bet you, I'm willing to bet you, you know, you know, a Hardee's $5 box <laughs> that she was probably part of that little atheistic agnostic group that they're all a part of because they just take stories. You know, they just do the whole, you know, oh, well, this is like, you know, and I, they, they probably threw that in there just for her dad because he's a pastor. Right. That's probably the reason they threw that. Wow. In there. Yeah, it was messed up. But I'll tell you what, though. Amazing Cuban sandwiches. Amazing oh, so Cuban sandwiches. And they had croquetas and the ceviche. I just went there for the Cuban The sandwiches. ceviche was delicious. And they had uh, a guacamole that was off the meat rack. Or I should say off the... Avocado rack. Avocado rack. So I did that on I did that on Saturday, which was, it was a great day. It was, it was a great day, though, man. Beautiful day. Beautiful wedding. Well, a little bit weird ceremony, but, you know, it's all good in the country hood. Yeah, man. So that was that was like the thing, man. I was like, wow. So let's move on to the more exciting stuff that we got going on today. First of all, tickets have been bought for the Justice League, which comes out on the 17th. Let y'all know that we will be there. Word. Um, if you want to join us uh, or join me, because I'll probably do this. Jay probably won't. Um, the week that the Justice League comes oh, yeah, out. I'm not going to do that. Uh, we'll be watching. Uh, I'll be watching uh, every day a different DCEU movie. To lead up to the Justice League. So we got Man of Steel, BVS, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, and then we watch Justice, Justice League. League. Da, 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 where Superman won't show up at all and everyone will be angry. Only in the dream sequence. <laughs> Only in the dream sequence. Doggone it. So um so today, uh today today we said we had before we get into that, um tomorrow. <laughs> So well tonight, right? If you're listening to this, it's Friday. So tonight at Mount Parent Church. Um, yeah, if you're in the Atlanta area, if you're in the Atlanta area, I or driving distance, I will be because Joaquin's not gonna be able to make nope. it. I'm gonna be working out. <laughs> I will be at um, the Sessions Tour. 
the sessions tour with R of RMG Records. It'll have um, featuring Cannon, Diraj, Aaron Cole. We played his song as one of our yeah, featured songs not too back. long ago. And Kanata Smalls, who was also who was oh. formerly known as Knuff of Rayma Soul. Yeah, we played one of his songs not too long ago. Uh-huh. So, you know, yeah. I think we played one of all of their songs because I don't think we besides I don't think we've ever played besides, a Derek Minor song. No, he's not gonna be on the perform. tour. Right. I don't think have we played a Diraj song? No, we have not. So we will at some point. Then. Well, I guess just we so, will. Just so we right. can have all So, yeah. But, um, yeah. So if you're in, in the, the Atlanta area, area yeah. now if you're in the Atlanta area, then um, meet me there. Yeah, man. And, yeah. yo. And you can meet Junie. Junie's going? Yeah, Junie's going. You can meet Junie. And, and uh, DJ412 will be there with yeah. us also. Say what's up, mama. And, um, right, anybody. All right, check this out. One, this two, is my one, promise. Two. This is my promise. Uh-oh. This is my promise that anybody Uh-oh. who shows up, anybody who shows up yeah, saying five. that they heard about the event on the Overflow podcast. And you have to say it just like that. You have to say, I heard of the event. I've heard of the concert on the Overflow podcast. I will guarantee you a high five, a ticket for five dollars. A ticket for five dollars, right? Five dollars instead of the actual rate. Which what? What is I think it? Ten? Think it's like ten bucks, ten or fifteen dollars? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Not only five dollars, but you get a high five. I will also. I'm really trying to sell this high five. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll give you a high five. I'll give you a high five. You'll and get you'll, a, and you only spend five. No, check this out. I'll give you five dollars. Uh, I'll guarantee you tickets for five dollars. And you get a high five from Cannon, Diraj, Aaron Cole, and Kanata Smalls. But you have to say that you heard of the event and you came because you heard of the event on the Overflow, Overflow podcast. Overflow podcast. You got to say that you got that from the Overflow Ooh. podcast, and you get five dollar entrance, and you get a meet and greet, a high five, a high five from all the artists performing that night. Boom! It's my guarantee. And his guarantee is like a bank in the 1930s. <laughs> Shut down and you can't take your money out. All right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, pretty good. Uh, pretty good joke about it. Do say so much. Oh. Uh, uh, so the other, the, other, the other thing before we get into our news stories is this. Uh, me and Jay went out yesterday. We looking for a spot for our legacy nights. And I think we found a spot. We hope we find a spot. Um, we just hope. The hope is that it can be. Uh, affordable enough for us to raise the funds to um to to meet there. It was a dope. It's, it's a, a dope little it's spot. It's a dope little spot. It's a little bit hidden, but it's but it's but it's. I mean, it's it's perfect. But the fact that it's hidden works because we can be as loud as we want, and um and there's like a uh, there's a like bakery. A, there's a there's a paleteria. Palete, palete, paleteria. Paleteria. It's like candy and, and ice cream. cream. And, a, and a taco shop. <laughs> There's a, 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 a grocery store. So you can get all your Mexican supplies. Right. So Eat some tacos, get some ice cream. Street tacos. Come too, work, like come a real work. deal. But they're not on the street. They're actually in the restaurant. Um, right. But. um, And you get some Jesus. So I'm going to say, I got tacos. I got dessert. I got some worship on. Man, that sounds like a pretty good Friday night. <laughs> um, un- unless you're you're on a date with a pretty girl. 
that. To me, that might not depends. Unless, not, yeah. not unless you bring tacos. Unless you bring tacos. I can't eat tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, we're really excited. So hopefully, um, as we as we keep looking, just uh, for those of you that you know, if you want to keep us in prayer, that the door, the right door, will open, that we can step into that um, into that space. Amen. So, all right. So, so this week has been a week of just crazy news stuff. So, um, crazy news. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start with the craziest a, one. That should be a plug. That should be a plug, right? Today we're gonna have tonight we're gonna have crazy news. Crazy news. All right. So we're gonna do the one that first. We're gonna start off with 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 Jay's uh, that he shared with us earlier this week. Um, and it's this. That's so retarded. So. Um, as you guys know, uh, Trump is our president. So love him, love him or hate him, love him or hate him. He's our president. He's our president. Now, there, there was, there's a Facebook invite. If you hate him, there's a Facebook invite. If you hate him, there's for a you. Facebook. <laughs> oh, it's closed. Um, there was a Facebook <laughs> invite. No, I tried to jump in where uh, at, on the anniversary of the election um, in Boston. So let me just read it this way. According to a Facebook invite from Julia Helene and Joanna Shalom, <laughs> residents, residents of Boston are invited to drag their Trump-weary selves over to Boston Common for a good old-fashioned session of exhaling, ex, exhaling exorbitant amounts of CO2 into the atmosphere at unfriendly decibel levels, level, levels to accomplish absolutely nothing. <laughs> um so this thing is titled "Scream Helplessly, Scream Helplessly at the Sky" uh, on the anniversary of the election. So a bunch of people that would be considered leftists or progressives who hate Trump and just think the world is falling apart because he's president are going to be able to go the entire world meet together in Boston uh, and scream at the sky. Now. There's 4,400 pledged attendees with another 33,000 that are interested. And one of the things they said, I remember reading this in a different article, is that, you know, hey, if you can't make it to Boston, wherever you are, go out with your friends and and it, all of us will. It's kind of like, the, remember the back in the 80s, the um, Hands Across America? So it's kind of yes. like, I think it, I think that's kind of what they want to do. Scream at the universe scream, across America. Scream at the universe across America. And my thing is, Jay said this. And I had just seen it. I think I had just seen it before he sent it. <laughs> and I was laughing. Because it's like, listen, people. um, it, It's not going to accomplish anything. If anything, you're going to make yourself look like a dumb-dumb. Piss a couple people off. And not because you're screaming because of Trump. Just because you're out. I mean... I used to live in Boston, so Boston Commons like a f- is like the it's like the central park of Boston, basically. Right? But with the exception that I mean you've you've been to New York, so Central Park is big and there's a lot of green. Like you can right. get lost in Central Park. Right. You can't get lost in the Boston Commons. Like right. the buildings are very close. So uh, you're gonna piss a lot of people off because why are you yelling? Shut the hell up. Uh or they're just gonna be like, keep it moving, guys. Keep it moving. Don't don't engage them. Don't engage them. They're like you know, it's like a like you know. Don't show a, up that day avoid. during the screaming with the "Make America Great" hat on because yes. you will get I mean, beat down. Nah, you know what? If you're brave, 
<laughs> just make sure you record it because that'll be some, some good lols, some good lols out of that. <laughs> yeah. So listen, we get it. You know, um, it's just you know we just keep getting crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier, and it's just becoming. It's becoming ridiculous. It's just becoming more and more ridiculous with with how, um, how just out of control we've gotten with whether you like someone, whether you don't like someone, you know, calling people names. I mean, I had a conversation. I had a conversation with my sister, my baby sister, on the drive to, to the wedding, and um, I was telling her that uh, one of my friends he works he works with a gay guy who's been in a long-term committed relationship, okay, who, who was against gay marriage. Because they believed, that this gay couple believed that marriage was at its best defined in the traditional sense. That's interesting. Right? That's what I said. I was like, holy cow. Like, that's a unicorn. Right? Yeah. Because you don't, I mean, Definitely that's... Definitely is the exception. That, right? That's, that's, that's not something you run into. <laughs> that's the anomaly. Right? That's not something you run into. So my little sister's immediately immediate reaction, her immediate response was, wow, there's some self-loathing going on there. Oh my goodness. Right? And and I'm like I'm done. Right? And I'm like I'm done. I was like, "What?" And see that and that's and I told her, "See, that's the problem. See, that's the problem right there. If someone disagrees with you, they they they're either Stupid, stupid, dumb, racist, retarded, uh, pick the phobic, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever phobic. Um, or they're self-loathing. So someone can't have an opinion and it be just an opinion in their opinion. It's got to be, well, you're, you, you hate yourself. You know, women that are like, you know, I think women should stay, should stay home and raise the kids. Oh, you're, you, you, you know, you're, you're, you're weak. You're a misandrist. You know, you're a misandrist. I think is the word. You're a, you know, you're a female misogynist because, you know, you must really not like yourself because if you think women should only, you don't have a high opinion of yourself. You know, she tried to throw that at me. I was like, that's stupid. You know, people can have opinions. And I, you know, women can say, look, I think women should stay home and work. Let, let, let but, some, but if, but if you want to, if you want to work, go work. Let somebody, right. Mag, Magda, Magda's desire has always been to be a stay at home mom. Right. Right. Let somebody tell her that she has a low opinion of herself. Right, or that she hates herself because she wants to do that. But you know, but <laughs> I, you see, but you see, I dare somebody tell her that. You know, but that's <laughs> the, and, but that's the thing, though, right? It's 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 that mentality, right? That you somehow, you somehow must hate yourself. And Jay is over here, uh, just walking around, knocking mics on the floor. You know, he's got ants in the pants. Um, because I hate myself. Because he hates himself. <laughs> uh, he's got cucarachas in the pants. Um. So yeah, so I was like, that is just that is just retarded. So like, so this is the kind of stuff because this is gonna lead us right into one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, and it, and, it, and it is what it is. So there's this guy named uh, Saladin Ahmed, who is a graphic uh, artist, graphic like a graphic. Uh, is he a graphic artist or an illustrator? Illust no, I, I think they say he did. Uh, he did graphic novels. I think is what they said. Yeah, so he's an illustrator. He's a writer, actually, Marvel Comics writer. Oh, okay. Um, and so he, and they never say why he had corn pops, but he had a, a box of cereal. He had a box of corn pops, <laughs> and I, I, you guys remember corn pops? Delicious. Love, love me some corn pops. Right. I mean, it's not good for you, but it's delicious. 
pretty sure there's no corn in it. <laughs> right, right. Right, well, there is. It's it's high fructose. It's high fructose corn, corn syrup. syrup. Um, so he, so apparently, uh, the corn pops have on the back of the box like this little, um, little picture of all these different little like corn pops running around, uh, dressed like ninjas. And in the midst of that, there's one lone pop who's dressed who's dressed in like regular clothes. He's dressed in blue with a little blue hat. And he's got like one of those things to like wash the floors. A buffer. A buffer, right? Yep. And and he's a little he's a little darker than all the other than all the other corn pops. And he's got a lot of corn syrup. And he's got a lot of corn syrup. He, he, he got left in the crisper a little too long. So then he goes out and he says, hey, Kel- at Kellogg's USA, he tweets this. Why is literally the only brown corn pop on the whole cereal box the janitor? That's racist. This is where, see, it's like, all right, if that was the question and you just stopped there, you could be like, okay, well, why? My, whatever. Okay, we can ask that question. But then he goes, this is teaching kids racism. And... And this is what he goes, yes, it's a tiny thing, but when you see your kid staring at this over breakfast and realize millions of other kids are doing the same thing. Oh, that's why you had corn pop. So many folks take uh no, that's something else. So then it, so 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 his premise is this that first that a kid is gonna be eating his corn pops, looking at the back of the cereal box, and he's gonna see the brown pop, corn pop. And in his little six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven year old brain, he's gonna say, "All black and brown people—that's the only thing they're good at doing. That's the only thing that they're capable of doing." And yellow people are all ninjas. And and the yellow people are all ninjas. And then so, but that wasn't offensive. That wasn't offensive to Asians, right? He didn't care about that. And ironically and funnily enough, and I saw somebody else pointed this. If you look at the box in the top right corner, there's the one of the little pops getting um. Cornrows? Get cornrows. Was it brown also? <laughs> no, he's a yellow corn pop. So now so you got cultural, cultural appropriation. appropriation. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. What is that? Yeah, um, let's see. Hold on. Yeah, Kel- uh, somebody else pointed out. Kellogg. Um, oh, yeah, check that out. <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting He's getting cornrows. getting cornrows by a ninja. <laughs> My ninja. So... He's stupid. So I mean, this is this is where we're at. You know, I, uh, I we and Jay were talking earlier, and I was like, I was like, the, the the real question is, how many kids are actually looking at the boxes, cereal boxes anymore? Um, because they have their iPads, or they're sitting in front of the TV, um, or their phone. Like, you know, I think. Uh, it's funny we put we put cereal in a bowl or in a cup for bean, and I think as far as he knows, like the the cereal just magically appears, like Poppy just magically has cereal in his hands and puts them in this stuff because like we just we do it and he doesn't even see the box, or if he sees the box like he'll he associates the the box with the cereal right doesn't look at it doesn't whatever he just grabs it out of the cabinet. And says, you know, yeah. Poppy, I want cereal. Right. Right? That's it. And puts it down. And then Poppy right. gives him cereal and puts the box away. Right. 
right? He and just, then he sits in his little chair and he watches TV while he eats right, his cereal. Just, so, I mean, so that's... Or whatever. He walks you know, around with eating his cereal. But. You know, so that's the thing, though. And it's like... <sighs> but my thing is, my thing is, right? There, <laughs> it's an illustration on cereal. On cereal. Right? Cereal that is yellow. Correct. Except and, for this one cereal. And... And the cereal there in the illustration, they're all yellow, right? And then you've got that one, you know, brown cereal. Because, you know, if you have eaten a box of Corn Pops, you know that sometimes there's like one or two brown ones. Yeah. Right? There is. And, um, and yeah, okay, so he's buffering the floor. Pero, right, like I don't think any child hey, is going to see – Is going to see – like a cartoon or a, or a drawing of yellow cereal, brown cereal, and say, "Hey, that that's racist." That's that. See, right? That's one uh, right. Or like, uh, uh, see, uh, all all black and brown people. That's 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 what they're. That's, that's the, the only, only thing job they can have, right? What, Never well, mind. Meanwhile, it, I mean, I think that the innocent child mind is like, "Hey, this is funny. There's a bunch of cereal like people, right?" Right? Uh, look, there's a bunch of cereals, like whatever. But um, as you said before or earlier in the conversation, you know, never mind all the real people, all the real brown people that they see on a daily basis. Right. You know, holding good jobs and positions. And there are teachers, there are police officers, firemen, businessmen, lawyers, like right? you know, all these all these different even, even a brown president. All these different jobs. But them seeing a cereal. But them seeing a cereal, is, a cartoon, it, that's an illustration what, it, of a cereal, and that's teaching them racism. See that, and that's the that's the thing. It's teaching them. Really? And then it's like oh, you must not have been paying attention in school. But it's all subliminal. Yes, it's subliminal. Cartoon. <laughs> that my that question is: cereal, cereal is going to rise up. And they're going to take your job. Yeah. My question is: Who's the real racist? If you see that. And you immediately think that's what you immediately think that, that oh that's a black person or that's a that's a brown person that's a Latino or a black person and they got them cleaning I mean that's your first thought so yeah, maybe you're the racist so who's the real racist because I'll say this and I'll always say it if everything is racist then nothing is racist you never know? mind all the other yellow pops dressed as ninjas as ninjas jumping around and and doing like, causing havoc all over the place and doing ninja stuff. So, yeah, so, I mean, this this is, you know, this is one of those things, you know, and Kellogg immediately responded, hey, we know we're going to change the boxes, they'll be coming out new, well, sorry, because, you know, we're committed to diversity and inclusion and, and this, that, or the other, and... Um, and Corpox are delicious. You know, and the, yeah, and the thing is, is that what, what's hilarious is just reading just reading through the, the Twitter feed where some people are like, yeah, and some people are like, Really? Like, like really, like this. This is where we're at now. Like we're we're calling out cereal, <laughs> you know. So then, doesn't that make other cereals problematic? Then, like, are we are we gonna have issues? Oh my God. With, you know, you imagine if the Fruit Loops or Honey Smacks or Rice Krispies, California or, raisin commercials came out in these times. Oh my! No, they couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't. They were great commercials, but people would lose their minds oh my goodness so listen here and here so, so we bring this up because we find it humorous and you might not find it humorous and that's okay but and if you don't find it humorous 
check yourself check before yourself. you wreck yourself. Check, check yourself as chickety, to, chickety, check yourself as to why, right? Because sometimes we just overblow things yeah, for like we, no reason. Right, we look for problems, right? Like for no reason. Because I mean, our our um, listeners, well, our oh my god, my words. Um, well, our listeners know that you know I was I was raised in the projects in New York, right? And um, right projects they don't they don't know race, right? There were Spanish people in the projects, there were white people in the projects, black people in the projects. Then we even had a chino in the projects, right? <laughs> we had a chino in the projects, and we all hung out together. We all played basketball together. We all, you know, and 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 nothing was ever racist right nothing was ever racist because we were all in the hood (laughs) we were were all in the hood we were all in the hood it was nothing was ever racist i mean you know it wasn't like hey what's this white kid what's this white family doing in the projects right right what's this chinese guy doing hanging out with a bunch of black and hispanics right because here's the thing right and 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 then we'll we're gonna um get out of this we're gonna jump out of here and here's the thing and here's what we want, because um, I was I was thinking about this, because this also this this kind of idea where it's like if everything is one thing or the other, oh that's racist, that that falls into the church too, right? Except in the church, it's like oh that's a sin and that's a sin, well and that's a sin and that's a sin and this other thing's a sin. So here's what happens: if if you if all you see is if if all you ever see in life is problems, right? So if all you ever see is is well, so for this this the corn pop that was racist, right? And if someone disagrees, you call people racist or that they're racist or that's a racist thing. So then if if everything is being called racist, then when when actual racism happens, no one is gonna listen because people get tired of being told that everything is racist. You know, so to bring this into kind of like like the church, right? And Jay. You know, I mean, I grew up in a pretty conservative uh, church. Jay grew up in a very conservative church. And and so there was a lot of things when they, us growing up that, that they were like, well, that's a sin. And Christians shouldn't do that. And that, and so it became a point where so everything was a sin where you just stopped listening. And, right. you, and, and you just said, you know what, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do because it doesn't matter. Right. What I do, it's going to be a sin. Right. If I go to the movies, I'm sinning. If I listen to the the popular radio station, I'm sinning. If I, you know, like if, if I, if I, this, 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 because everything, if everything's a sin, right, then you stop listening. And that's why we have issues with our kids today, right? That's why they're not listening because, you know, they, we, they get told, you know, so many kids get told so many times, that's bad, that's bad, that's bad, that's bad, that's bad. That when the really bad stuff happens, when, when, when the really bad things are, are coming their way, they've shut down. They're not listening. And it's the same thing with with a lot of the stuff politically that's going on. If everything is the worst, then then eventually when the worst happens, people aren't going to pay attention, right? Because you've been so bombarded with 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 what is quote unquote the worst that you're just not going to pay attention. And 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 then you know? this is this will be the last thing, right? We're not saying that racism. In America is not real, 
right? Correct. Or that there is no racism in America or it doesn't exist. It does exist. What we are saying is that not everything is racist. Right. Right. Or not everything is done with like, you know, because the person that did it or drew it or whatever is a racist. Correct. Right. Right. If you show, it's like a, like uh, this guy, Ben Shapiro, a guy I like to, to read some of his stuff. Like he says, he goes, look, show me an actual racist thing that a company did or that an individual did and we will stand with you. Correct. Right. Agreed. But if you're just throwing out general terms and you're just throwing everything out as racist, then we can't stand with you because we don't know what's what's what. You know, we don't. Is it really racism or is it that you're just feeling offended? So, so you that's what you're calling it, whether it's racism, sexism. Or whatever other phobia you wanna you wanna <laughs> you wanna throw out there. So that's just food for thought. So here's what we're gonna do. Up. Damn. You know, here that's food for thought. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go ahead and jump into our song. Word. Um, and uh, who's who's the song by today? Beautiful eulogy. Beautiful eulogy. One of our new favorite, album. favorite, favorite, favorite. Yes. Uh, groups, groups. Period. New album they just put out called Worthy. Worthy. I think um, I, a week or two, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think it came out last week, actually. Um, and um, I've listened to it a few times already. The entire album, it's it's a dope yeah, album, beginning yet. to end. It's a dope album. And um, these artists, are, they're like, they're they're amazing at what they do, right? Individually, and then now together is beautiful eulogy. Um, so check out the title track. Yeah, the, the title track is called Worthy, and this album or this group does what I like to call. They they do hip hop worship, worship hop. You know, it's like hip hop worship because if you're not and worshiping, like theological heavy, it's it's amazing. <laughs> so so the song is called song is called Worthy by Beautiful Eulogy. Here we go. Check it out. Given righteousness and eternal life when salvation is given. All my sins paid for and I could never repay you. But now my greatest delight is to trust you and obey you. More than a genre of music, worship is a heart change. I gladly bow my knee to the God who never changes. Every day I'm changing, becoming more like Christ. Adoring what is good adorned with the fruits of new life. And my hope is not a fantasy. It's built upon a reality that you will keep your promises according to your sovereignty. I will see your face and be safe under your reign. When my faith turns to sight and only perfect love remains. Your people are my people, no matter where they come come from the church exists according to the works of god's son so in the new creation when we're gathered in his name it will be obvious that he's the one who's worthy of all fame because the worthiness of jesus is the reason we belong so worthy is the lamb will forever be our song There 
there's a space between us It's a right divide Distance between the depths of your worthiness and mine Mine is derivative All my worth comes from thine I am merely a man All thy works divine I abide only as a branch Attached to the vine That grows the beautiful fruit That gets crushed into wine I am the least deserving Made worthy to touch his feet A servant that did nothing To earn a seat at the wedding feast I'm a created being You created everything You make footstools of fools And galaxies your rings You are Christ the consummate My hope and every confidence Worthy to receive praise from every mouth and every continent infinitely worthy of loyalty and my allegiance worthy enough to die to self to offer my obedience worthy is the lamb worthy is the son of man worthy is the one who takes the scrolls from his holy hand where angels and elders and living creatures all fall and worship the highest king the most worthy of all Was beautiful eulogy worthy yeah do yourself a favor and, off uh, of the album worthy. worthy if you liked it do yourself a favor and head on over head on over head on over to um humblebeast.com dot com and um, you sign up you sign in they have a new thing we have to log <clears> like you, you yeah. create a little account and you can download it for free download not only that but Everything that they have there that is available for free download. Yeah, and they have up. a lot of, um, a lot of really a lot of content because it's not just music. Good stuff. I mean, I mean, music wise, a lot of really good hip hop. Um, they kind of you know just kind of hits everywhere. They got some one guy that foreknown stuff that's kind of goofy, and then you got. You know the Braille stuff and the beautiful eulogy stuff. You got uh, Eshawn Burgundy's got a got an album on there. This is a dope album. You know Propaganda, who's like a um, he's one of he's kind of like an activist, but he's got some really dope stuff and really like his stuff is stuff that you got to kind of listen and think and and kind of parse through. Uh, then you got Show Baraka, who's 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 whose uh, last couple of albums. The 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 stuff he has on there is, is, is really good. Um, so yeah, humblebeast.com. Dot com. Check it out. You can uh download the stuff for free or you know, go to iTunes or Google Play and buy it if you wanna if you wanna do that. So um stream. Yeah. We we can never we can never uh we cannot we can never not we can never not push these guys. Um, it's funny when we um when we booked them for the festival out in um in Washington, very humble guys. Right, super humble guys, all of them, and they were the first artists that introduced themselves to us um, with their real names. Right, right, like you know, it was oh hey, what's up? I'm Braille, like with their real names. It was dope, but um, dude, you had to see because the concern was, I mean, you know, how theologically deep they get in their music, right? So the con- like my concern as uh, Jay asked me a question, I'm like I'm just shaking my head. I'm like yes, yes I do. <laughs> like, my concern is um was that uh, 
that not a lot of people would be drawn to that, like because of what it is. Like the fans will be the fans because they're our Thomas fans and they're Braille fans, right? Right. But yo, and there's some beautiful eulogy fans, like right. son, like they they stuffed the area where we would where we had the hip hop like, like they stuffed it like now, so like, good music is good music. So many people showed up, but then we saw <laughs> Juice and I saw this one guy like leaving like. And he just kept shaking his head. Like he was walking away. Right? And I'm like, dude, what's up, man? You all right? Like, do you need like medical attention? You need help? Like, what's going on? Because he just like he just kept doing, like, had his hand to his head and kept shaking his head. It's like, what's what's the deal, man? What's going on? And he said, he was like, just he's like, that music, like those lyrics, man, this they're so good. They hurt my brain. <laughs> The juice was like, get out of here. It's like, just keep walking. You're leaving good. Get out of here. <laughs> but they were dope. They're dope live. They're dope live. It was good. That's, uh, yeah, so that's great. Um, all right, Jay. Or, uh, excuse me. Oh, we're transitioning? Okay, Pastor Jay. Yes, my son. What are we talking? Of course we're transitioning. <laughs> we do the song, then we transition. You, know, you just went off on a tangent. You know what we have learned? What? A- applies to our lives today. What? And God has a lot to say in his book. That's like the most serious <laughs> the most serious <laughs> way I've said that VeggieTales song. Um, no. All right. So as you all know, we are we are on the final weeks of our Fruit of the Spirit series. Fruits of the Spirit series. And um, so today we are touching on the fruit of faithfulness. Faithfulness. Ooh, faithfulness. All right. Right. And um, so what can you tell us about faithfulness? Well, Pastor you know, Jay? to understand faithfulness, you need to understand what faith is. Right. And um, and we believers, we as Christians, know what faith is according to scripture, right? Correct. So according to Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is the evidence of things unseen, the substance of things hoped for, right? And um, like those are like two, two sentences that, that you can write books and books and books about just on those two sentences, right? Because it's faith as evidence of things unseen, so you don't see it, you don't have it, right? But the faith that you have in those things that you don't see or have is evidence of how great your faith is or how small your faith is, you know, depending on on your perspective, right? Correct. But then if it's also the substance of things hoped for, and it's funny, or maybe not, um, the use of that word substance, because substance, if something has substance, then it, it's 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 tangible. Right, it, right. It, it expands. It fills something, right? This, right? This Kindle, right? So, um, right. The substance of things hoped for. So, it, it, in my in, in my understanding of of that sentence, the substance of things hoped for is that, man. So you 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 want something, you desire something, you pray for something, right? But if it's the substance of the things that you want or you desire or pray, that means that you 
you pray and you ask for those things as if you already have them. Right? So the evidence of things unseen, the substance of things hoped for. So you hope and you pray, or even like like the scripture says, like you 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 ask for things in faith as if you already had it. Like you give thanks as if you already had the things that you're hoping or you're asking for. Right. Right. So um <laughs> so faithfulness and the fruit of faithfulness, right, again, it's something that cannot be done to its full capacity without you walking hand in hand with the spirit. Right? Okay. So what is faithfulness? Faithfulness is steadfastness, it's constancy and allegiance. It's carefulness in keeping what we are entrusted with. It is the conviction that the scriptures accurately reflect reality. All right. So no, biblical faith. Not stardust. Not stardust. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice connection. Biblical faithfulness requires belief in what the Bible says about God, his existence, his works, his works, and his character. Right? So I you know, we, we all know that we 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 serve and we believe and we worship an unseen God. Right? And everything right. that we know about God is found in the Bible, it's found in scripture. And everything that we believe and we have faith in God is found in Scripture. We know we believe in the promises that God has made because we read them in the Bible and we hold them to be true because of the faith that we have in the God of the Bible. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You had to catch up. Right? (laughs) Right. So faithfulness is the fruit of the Spirit. It's the result of the Holy Spirit working in us. Right? And at the same time, faithfulness is the Holy Spirit is also our seal of that faithfulness, right? Because once we have believed, we have been sealed with the spirit of promise, right? It's like catch 22 almost, right? The Holy Spirit is our witness to God's promise that if we accept the truth about God, he will save us, right? So you need faithfulness to believe through the Holy Spirit the truth about God and the Holy. And once that happens and the Holy spirit is that seal is that covering, right. That separates you for God. Right. And it shows that, um, that we are, well, that we are faithful because it's, it's, it's funny how we serve a God that we cannot see and we believe and we serve a God in the third person of God, which is the Holy Spirit, right? That we can't see, but we can feel, right? Correct. We can feel. We feel the moving of the Holy Spirit. We feel the Holy Spirit when he convicts us, right? right? Awesome. Awesome. Awesome to be convicted by the Holy Spirit, right? But but the thing is that without faith, it is impossible to please God, right? But without faith, it's also impossible to serve God. Right? You can't serve the God of the Bible. You can't serve the God of the Christian faith without having faith in that God. Because if not, then it's just an empty belief. Right. Right. It's an empty belief, like believing in Santa Claus. And I'm, I'm I'm sorry if I just burst a few Santa Claus bubbles out there, but Santa Claus isn't real. Right? So 
<laughs> yes, he is, kids. <laughs> Don't listen to the mean man. Yes, he is, adults. No, I mean, we got kids that we got kids that hear this sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <clears throat> right. So, um, in um, Hebrews, Hebrews eleven is known as as a faith chapter in the Bible, right? Right. right. It starts off with the faith is evidence of things are seen, the substance of things hoped for, but it also tells us of the many people of faith, right? Like Moses, Abraham, Enoch, right? Enoch, Gideon, right? Things like that. But, right, the thing is, if we were, right, like like some people say that, that the book of Acts is still being written, right? Like, you know, right now, this generation of believers are the 29th chapter of Acts. But um, the deal is that, to those things or to this faith chapter, right? We can add each and every one of our each and every one of our names, right? And the things that we've had to through faith overcome or through faith hold and believe in. Excuse me. Right? Like through faith, I had to believe for years that I would be able to rekindle and gain a relationship with my oldest daughter again. Right? Wasn't easy. Right. It's a lot of tears, a lot of struggle, sometime in jail, right? <laughs> but I had to believe without a shadow of a doubt that God would restore us. And I uh, and I can say now, right, for a few years now that that faith has been rewarded because I share an amazing relationship with my oldest daughter now, right? But the deal is that the thing is that we can add a lot of names to that list of people who had or who showed great or mustard seed faith as as it were. And um, Joaquin, I'm not sure if it was this week or last week because I basically read it tonight, even though I know you sent it, um, found a story, right, that's current, right, yes. that's current, that's now, right. of a man who showed great and amazing faith Right, so and 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 we're gonna we're gonna tell you we're gonna talk to you about him. Right, well, Joaquin is gonna tell you about him because a lot of times a lot of people people use the Bible almost as an excuse for their lack of faith. Right, so they'll you know you can tell them well Abraham and and, and Isaac, right, and Jacob, and they'll tell you yeah well those are people in the Bible and you know it was different back then and and you know it's just i can't you can't compare me to them and only god can judge me and that's was a joke but um <laughs> but but you know having faith in god is not something that only people in the bible had right showing faith in god and faithfulness to god is not something that only people in the bible showed and did it's something that we do all the time but um the deal is that a lot of times we, we, we take those things for granted. Right. Right. Because they come like things come so easy for us. Right. And, um, you know, we don't like one church. We go to another church. We don't agree with what this church says. We find a church that agrees with what with, with what we say and how we think. Or we find an organization that right. agrees with what we think and how we misinterpret things in Scripture. Right. But um, go ahead, Joaquin. Let them know. who. So, I, yeah, so I, I had run into this article. Uh, today, actually, um, excuse me, uh, and it's uh, the the title of it is North Korean defector describes life of hell for Christians. So I'm just going to kind of 
kind of hit you with some highlights. Um, uh, North Korean Choi Kwang Hyuk, I guess his name, is one of the lucky ones. So that's how it starts. The 55-year-old managed to escape uh, from the work camp where he was sent after being targeted and persecuted by the government for his Christian faith. We couldn't raise our voice during a service. We couldn't sing out loud during a worship. That was hard, Choi uh, told Fox News through a translator. Also, we had to hide so that other people could not see us. Despite having to hide his faith in plain sight while living in North Hamyong province, uh, Choi was still compelled to bring religion to others when he started an underground church. There were about nine people, he said. I couldn't do mission work because we had to keep it secret. Um, we had because we had to we had to keep it secret that we had a church. If that information had leaked, we could have faced the death penalty. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, he goes here. Uh, he goes. Uh, we only had we had only one Bible. He said. Uh, North uh, Hamgyong Province is very cold in the winter. We would dig a hole and store kimchi there. We sometimes had services there. Uh, in the summer, we had services in the mountain or by the river. So they would dig a hole and have work service in a hole. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what he's saying, in a hole. Um, in the summer, we had services in the mountain or by the river. Um, I, had, I never heard the term underground church until I got here to the U.S. Um, in 2008, uh, North Korean authorities uh, caught up to Choi and arrested him. He was held in prison by state security department where he says he was interrogated about his faith. Um, I was tortured there, he said. I kept denying it. He said that he was about to be sent to one of North Korea's brutal labor camps when he was able to break free. So he, so he decided to escape. Um, and he went to China. And uh, there, um, so, he, so he escaped. He went because he was afraid of going to what they call Camp 22, which is uh, the, most, the most notorious camp within the North Korean uh, in North Korea, in North Korea, right? So it's like they're Auschwitz in a way. Like th- think of it that way, right? Because people, um, it's a concentration camp, part of prison camps. Um, camp Twenty Two is an eighty-seven square mile penal colony located in North Hamyong Province, uh, where most of the prisoners are people accused of criticizing the government. Inmates, most of whom are serving life sentences, face harsh and often lethal conditions. Prisoners live in bunk houses with a hundred people per room. 30% show the markings of tortures and beatings, torn ears, gouged eyes, faces covered with scars. Um, women then, women raped daily. Yeah, women raped. They're used as target practice. So this is one of those places like where, you know, if if you get arrested and they're like, they just don't like you. Um, even if you get arrested, like, even if, if they just don't like you and they're like, we got to get rid of this dude. This is what we're going to send him. So he was able to... Um, he was able to get out. He went to um, he uh, he escaped to China, and while there, he had he- you know he had heard how you know North Korean defectors were not you know necessarily treated that well in South Korea, so he applied for asylum in the U.S. and so he ended up coming um, uh, coming here. He first moved to Dallas, then he went to Los Angeles. Um. And this is like this is crazy right here. Like he goes, Choi said that as a result of injuries he received while being tortured, he is unable to work, but has committed himself to telling the world about the human rights abuses in his native land. Uh, first of all, every human must have the right to freedom. There is no freedom in North Korea. By law, they have 
the, by law, they have the freedom of religion and the freedom of the press, but the reality is very different. Yeah, as long as you, as long as your religion is is the dictator, <laughs> right? Um, and despite the hardships he may face, Choi said that life in the U.S. is a vast improvement. You know, there is there is an enormous difference between my life in North Korea uh, and my life in the U.S. He said the life in North Korea is hell. Life in America is heaven so um you know this this for us was like you know this is what a a picture of faithfulness um in in today's kind of real real world context um looks like here's a guy who you know worshiped god but he had to do it in secret tortured um and he said, you know, he said he kept denying it. So, but I find that to be kind of interesting, um, you know, because uh, he he probably knew it's probably one of those things where you're just afraid, you know. Because right. I think I think, excuse me, I think, you know, I think we like to think of ourselves as like these like, like, you know, bad hombres, right? Like we're just like these like tough dudes and tough people, like man. You know, like a lot of Christian rappers, right? You know, man, I'll die for my faith. I'll die for my faith. But then you, you know, want to be called a Christian rapper. Right, but you want to be called a Christian rapper. No. I'll, <laughs> I, you know, I'll die for my faith. You know, I'm not ashamed. I'll never. And that wasn't a shot at anybody. Um, you know, because, uh, uh, you know, this is, as long as Christian hip hop has been around, like you've had kind of these these messages, right? These, these like, you know, um, you know, I'll always stand up. But uh, when you're getting tortured, Daily, and you know, like, other way for you is the right word or the wrong word, right? Depending so on pers- kill depending you. on perspective, so they can kill you. Um, but it's interesting. He's he's this man. He maintained his faith even in the torture, even you know, even in the moments where he might have said, "No, no, 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 you got it all wrong. You got it all wrong," you know. But he maintained his faith. I I mean, Peter denied Christ three times, right? Went against the plan and was rebuked and called Satan, but um. You know, he re- he maintained his faith and repented yeah. and kept it moving. He kept it moving, right? You know, so you know that that's the that's the um, I guess part of the encouragement that we want for today and and for this this week is just that, you know, the thing with faithfulness is that it's uh, faithfulness is something that we have to practice, and it's something that gets strengthened by the Holy Spirit. So those two, those two things work, um, you know, hand in hand. Um, we can't say that we can't say God give me more faith, but then not step out and live in faith. You, you, right. You track what I'm saying? Um, right. Right. You know, Job is another example. I was just thinking about this when we were talking about this earlier, and and even even while Jay was talking, so like, you know, Job is a guy that had faith, and things were great. Then things went downhill, but he maintained his faith. Joe was faithful um, in the good, in the bad, and then he was faithful again in the good again, right? When he when he was rewarded for his faithfulness. Um, but the thing is that he maintained that faith and he kept living it. You know, he didn't say, oh, I, "Yeah, I believe in God, but I'm gonna like wallow in my self pity. I'm gonna wallow in my in my pain." Correct. Right. Yeah. Did he question God? Did he have these those really difficult conversations? Yes, he did, and yeah, that's and, okay. And that's okay. But he maintained his faith. 
right? He, ne- he never said, well, you know what? I'm just going to stop believing. I'm just going to give up, right? And, and, that's, and that's the thing. We, we want to be people of faith, but then we give up too easily, I think, sometimes. I know I do. I know I have my moments where I'm just kind of like, blah. Yeah, throw, we, we, throw I my think, hands up to the sky. I think once we face um, adversity, right, in life, like whatever right. the, the situation or whatever it may be, right, it's 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 easy to doubt God and step outside of faith. Yes, rather than to hold fast to God and hold fast to faith and hold fast yeah. to faith, right, and continue stepping into that in, in that faith, right, and uh, we see here. The example of of this man in North Korea, well, now here, who um, heard about Jesus somehow, right? right? Somehow, know. somehow he heard about know. Jesus, and um, he started a church that had to be hidden, not just from the government and the army and police or whatever, but also just from just from other people, other Koreans, yeah, right? just from like his friends, right? Because they, they right? if they find out, they would have to report him. Because if and, they don't report him, then they're also going to the right. concentration camp. And it also says prison. in that article that um, he um, and we're gonna we're gonna put the article on on the website, a link to the article. But it also says that they only had one Bible that they had to right. like share. Right. Among so, all of them, and so, read you know, among I, all of them, right? Yeah. So, well, you know, and I bet you what they did was this is what I, I, how I bet it would happen. Wherever it is they were meeting, they probably they probably buried it there. They probably yeah. hid it there. Yeah, most likely. You know, and then they would just get together, and their their service would probably be singing whatever little songs they might know very quietly, and then probably just going, "Hey, let, we're just going to read the Bible," right? Which you know, and and prayer, you know, and and um. And we're just gonna read the we're just gonna read the scripture because we can't read it anywhere else. We can't have it anywhere else. And I mean, and then, you know, if, if you think about that, man, how shameful it is for me, right? For us, I'm just talking about me and Jay. Forget you people, right? You feel your own shame. Um, <laughs> how shameful it is, right? Sometimes when we, you know, when you read something like that and you think to yourself, you know, man, I go to a service and I sit down, and then I just immediately like check out. And right. I start scrolling through my phone and I start doing everything other than paying attention to scripture and paying attention to the word of God. Um, and I'm in like nice air conditioning or I'm in nice, you know, warm place. You know, I'm out in public cold, and it's know. celebrated. There are churches in every corner where I can you know, pick and choose from. And, uh, and so I'm sitting in the service and I'm checked out. And then we have brothers and sisters that have to hide and... Um, Either, either they, they, uh, it's I've read in some places where they've taken Bibles and they've ripped the pages out and they just pass the pages because they yeah. can hide the pages and they pass the pages and they just read the pages. Um, and they might, they might, them, or that might be all they have. You know, could you imagine you get stuck with Deuteronomy and that's all you have? But man, that's the word of God. And, you and you're can, loving it. And you're, you're going to read all the begats, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, but all of that is born, all of, all of that is born out of faithfulness. And faithfulness is, is born, you know, out of, out of just that, that knowing that God is who he says he is and believing it even, right. when it's, even when it's difficult. Job did it. You know, Moses had his issues, but Moses did it. Um, I mean, Noah did it. You know, Noah, I mean, Enoch, Enoch's the only one that didn't even have to die. God was just like, you know what, dude? Like, he's the only one in the Bible that was so straight that God just like, you know, I'm not even going to let you die. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elijah also. Right? Um, so, you know, 
that's what we want to leave, leave, leave with you guys today is that, you know, all of, all of these fruits of the spirits, like we've said earlier, they all build on each other. When we love, you know, when we have patience, when we're kind, all these different things, I, I, I believe, like, they're just all building blocks. Yes. Into that, into, into building our faithfulness. Um, when we love someone and we just believe that God's going to bless them and have the best for them. And, and when we are kind to those and we're, you know, when we, when we practice all these different things, you know, our faithfulness grows. We all, and we've, we've said from the beginning, right, it all happens through, this, through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, check it. That's it. Number one. Boom. <laughs> right. Power as, of the Holy Spirit. As Joaquin said, um, not, well, just now, right, faithfulness is believing that God is who he said he is, right? And, and, and trusting that beside that in spite of the circumstances of life, in spite of, you know, whatever crises we're having of life or even the crises of faith, that, that the promises that God says in his word, he will honor them. Right, right. And, they'll come to and, pass. And they'll come to whether pass. Whether here and, on earth, and he'll be true to them. Yeah, whether right? here on earth or in heaven. But the only way, as he just, as Joaquin just mentioned, and I mentioned before, and we'll keep mentioning, even when we're done with this series, I will keep mentioning that the only way that we can have such faith, and that our faith can grow, is through the working and the moving and the believing and the influence of the Holy Spirit, right. The Holy Spirit testifies to the truth and pushes us to seek more of God, yeah. right? The Holy Spirit, as I said before, right, we build our faith through the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit keeps us faithful to God. Yes. Right? So um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny, right? Because it's like the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. But we need you to hear what we're saying, that um, a lot of us struggle with our relationship with God. A lot of us struggle with our faith. Right. A lot of us struggle with with believing that that the truth of the Bible is the truth of the Bible. And we wanna we wanna filter scripture through our own interpretation and through our own feelings and make the Bible or God as human as possible so that we can make sense and make ourselves feel good about it. But if we seek the Holy Spirit. Right. And 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 then that's the thing because and that and then I mean not the thing but that's another thing where a lot of a lot of churches um like the teach teach on the Holy Spirit like he's a secondary thing right like he's just this secondary moving thing rather than teaching that teaching the Holy Spirit as the third person of God right. and God God Himself right so you know it's 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 seeking the Holy Spirit. Praying and asking the Holy Spirit to reveal Himself to you and reveal the truths of the Scripture to you, so that you can understand Scripture a little better, and so that you can get closer to God and and grow or, or the character or the characteristics of God, which are the fruits of the Spirit, can grow and be made manifest in you, so that people can see Jesus in you, and so that you can see Jesus in the Scriptures. Right. So you know. So we ended like I'm gonna end it like this. So. It's called the fruits of the spirit, <laughs> not the fruits of my good behavior, not the fruits of my want tos, not, not the, the fruits of my understanding, not the fruit of my understanding, not the fruit of my ought tos. It's the fruit of the spirit. So it's uh, I remember um, somebody told me this one time. They're like, you know, every morning when I drive to work, I invite the Holy Spirit. In, or maybe I saw this in a the video. They said <laughs> I invite the Holy Spirit into my day. 
you know, and so we'll leave with that. You know, I think the a great thing for all of us to do, all of us to practice, and I'm not good at this, and Jay, I know, is not good at this, but, you know, the one thing that we need to step out and really practice is just inviting the Holy Spirit into our days. And I think when we begin to invite the Holy Spirit in our days, we'll see him move, we'll see him work, and we'll be, we'll be able to do nothing but. And we'll hear his voice. Right, we'll be able to do nothing but have fruit. Good fruit. And have good fruit. Okay. So um, anything else, Jay? You done? I'm done? We're all no. done? Love you guys. Hey, man, listen, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're glad uh, that you were with us this week. Uh, until the next time, my name is Joaquin. I'm Jay. Remember, I'll see you tonight at the concert. And this is the Overflow Podcast. Peace. Thanks for listening. Remember to head on over to thisisoutcry.com for more content. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Stitcher.